0: This is episode number 255 on the New York Times bestseller recap and the power of goals. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Welcome, everyone, to this episode. Very excited about this. Uh, Just got back from Summit at Sea, semester, not semester at sea, but Summit at Sea. When was I thinking semester at sea? It
1: felt like a semester with all the content.
0: Oh, my gosh. It felt like it. And I saw Adam Braun, who was there, uh, and he was at semester at sea and actually almost like didn't make it back, like the ship almost sank or something. It was, like, insane. So I just had a conversation with him late last night and made me think about it. And I'm sitting here with my buddy Caduce, who is my roommate for the semester <laughs> <laughs> for someone at sea. And uh, we just got off. That's how tired we are.
1: Yeah, sleep deprivation <laughs> is very evident right now. We
0: didn't sleep. We uh, had incredible time. And uh, I asked C- Caduce to come on and, and introduce me to you guys for doing a recap of what happened in the last couple of weeks. Should I'm we get like, some coffee I'm right so now? out of it. Should we get some coffee? I'm so out of we it. We are
1: right now in a lobby of a hotel, and
0: I think they could serve us some coffee, and they exactly, should. Exactly, exactly. And uh, I wanted to have them come on, because we, we actually didn't even see each other at the match in the last three days. We the were rooming, irony. We were rooming together, and we saw each other at like... Nine A. M. we were both waking up like, hey, how was last night, bro?
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, you had been dancing until yes. about three or four A. M. Yes. And I felt like the grandpa of the ship. Yeah, exactly. Going to bed around one AM.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, but I wanted to have you come on and, and interview me, turn the tables. You've been on the episode before, but I want to have you come on and talk about my my launch and everything that's happening in the last few weeks and kind of facilitate
2: Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.
3: Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.
1: Yeah, you get to have a debrief <laughs> exactly. of a whirlwind and a dream come true because yes. I've been able to see how much work you've put in yeah. and the journey that you've been on to put this book out, The School of Greatness, mm-hmm. and how successful it's been. It's been crazy, man. Wow. It's been nuts. The New York Times selling list, number two, three. Number three, and then it
0: hit again for two weeks in a row. Uh, we'll see what happens this week. You know, I've been gone the last few days, so I haven't been able to promote as much. But I just checked the Twitters and the Instagrams, and everyone's been promoting it for me. So,
1: Well, this is amazing. So we get to talk about how this has been for you. We yeah. get to really dive in because a lot of the interviews that you've been giving have been about the book and, yes. and really focused on the message. And, and now we get to really check in with the man behind it all uh-huh. because you really have been – constantly going and going and going and and yeah let's take a breath into this moment right now for you because (sighs) you know for anybody listening i think that the question probably is what is it like to have your dream actually be realized and probably exceeding expectations am i right yeah you know i really
0: the real vision was number one your time bestseller to get number three it's like sometimes you got to shoot for the moon and land on the stars or whatever they say right Um, and I'm very grateful when I hit number three, there was two other huge books ahead of me. One was like the simplifying guide to tidying up. This woman has sold over two or 3 million copies in the last like six months or something has been number one for months on the list. And then pioneer woman came out with a book and I don't even know who she is, but she's some big craftsy or I don't know, food person that's just got this insane audience and so i think they both sold like a 100,000 copies each. So for me to be right underneath both of them, above Elizabeth Gilbert who is, you know, has a big book out right now and above other big celebrities who have books that came out and also above Irvin My Urban Meyer, Meyer who is the head football coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes which is my favorite team. He had a book that came out the same week as me and he was below me and to have like this huge national champion megastar coach who's like an idol to me is like a guy who would love to interview to be able to beat those guys out. It's like, it's pretty cool to see that, you know, the podcast, the audience, people listening really stepped up to support the message and the movement and, uh, in the book and the book has a lot of great value in there. And I'm, and I'm seeing that, you know, I haven't really taken it in even this moment. I'm not really, I don't think it's fully landed that I'm a New York Times bestselling author and over summit at sea, not semester at sea, but summit at sea, <laughs> You know, it was so nice because all my friends, there's so many powerful people there, influential people at, at Summit. And it was cool that all my friends were like, this is the New York Times bestselling author, Lewis House. Like, everyone introduced me as that. Everyone came up and congratulated me. A lot of my friends were just like, the first time they got to see me, give me big hugs. Strangers that I didn't know who listened to the podcast just came up and said that they bought the book and they were very excited about it. And, supportive of that so it was uh it's cool the experience but I'm still in the middle of a book tour you know I've got five more cities so I haven't fully taken it in and just like gone to sleep at night saying oh I'm a New York Times bestselling author
1: well in some ways I feel like it's a pretty distinct thing for you to be there because you've built out a community yeah of people that have bought into this idea of a school of greatness and yeah. what that means for them as mm. much as it is about you being the yeah. facilitator of that. Yeah. So in that sense, I think it's it's actually pretty natural that you would be feeling somewhat adjacent to all this. And it hasn't necessarily landed that mm. you are a New York Times bestselling. Because in a lot of ways, everybody listening is a New York Times best-selling author. Exactly. It's not about me. It's about us. It's about what we created together. And the book is not about
0: me specifically either. It's about the people I've interviewed. You're featured in the book. Your name's in there. And all the people that I've interviewed on the podcast before the book came out, you know, in the acknowledgements, I acknowledge every person that came on the podcast because without their teachings in the school, they're all professors. You know, I'm a professor and a student, and so are you. Yeah. And without all of them teaching me something and my audience something, there would be no book. And so I acknowledged every person that came on, which my, you know, my publisher was like, you sure you want to put everyone's name in there? And then I was like, yes, because without them, this would not be possible. So I get to acknowledge all those people.
1: Well, that's what I love about the book is right away. You make a point of really widening the lens beyond mm-hmm. you and really saying like, this is a culmination of yeah. a lot of interviews with a lot of great people. And I happen to be the the humble beneficiary yes. of, of of the interviewer here and the one who's actually providing now this information in the form of a book and that I think is like one of the most refreshing things right away about the book is is that you really are simply facilitating but I love the way you facilitate and I think mm. that's really what I want to acknowledge you for is that it does take a special gift to be able to consolidate that amount of information that you right. have been a part of listening you guys have been privy to uh, that that you could actually crystallize that in the way that you did is I think why it's being received the way it's being received. Cause I I know a lot of people who interview a lot of people and and they're not necessarily writing books that are, that are translating the way that this one is. And I think that's what I think is pretty remarkable about this book. And, And you're probably, you probably were aware as you were writing it of, of how this could be one of the linchpin aspects of this book. Right? Exactly. You know,
0: I think one of the things I've been really great at in my career And in my, not even in sports and in the business world, it's been able to package and position things clearly that may be complex or maybe not even understandable. So I was able to package and position myself as an athlete to the scouts. I was able to sell myself to them, even though I went to a very small school, one of the smallest colleges in the country, Principia College that had 500 students. Hmm. It's very challenging to go to the, to play professional football going around a small school. And I was able to package myself, position myself. You know, I went to the combines. I made DVDs with nice images on the cover. And I built relationships with every scout and every coach that was there. I followed up with them on the phone. You know, I did whatever it took to get the tryout where a lot of guys who are more talented than me, who are much smarter than me, more athletic than me, weren't willing to put themselves out there and do that work and get creative and hustle in that way. And then translating into the book, you know, There's lots of podcasts. There's hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there. Not many of them have been able to package the information and position it in a way so that people can learn and receive it and and get the results in their life. And I think that's something I've done well at. Is done a great job at getting people to give me the information and, and teach me lessons. And then found a great way to translate those lessons into actionable steps that people can apply in their life so that they can... Not just, hey, okay, a principle of greatness is vision. Now, go get a clear vision and make it happen. But instead, here are the steps to making it happen with a clear vision. So that's why at the end of every uh, chapter in the book, there's exercises that show you how to apply that to your life. And I think that's what I've been able to translate well and that's why it's been received well I believe
1: yeah and I'm curious now that the book has come out and you're actually getting the feedback from the people reading the book what's the conversion been like on those action steps and what kind of stories do you have now that have been encouraging to what you had intended (laughs) it's cool because
0: you know the book's only been out two weeks so far two and a half weeks and I'm doing this book tour, so people are coming out all over the place and saying, you know, I read the book, and I did the exercises here, and they're posting pictures of the completed exercises online, which is cool to see. It's hard to see, like, how much of people's lives have changed in the last two and a half weeks, but people are coming up to me and saying it's making a big impact and difference already. And, uh, you know, the way people feel about themselves, for me, says a lot. When someone feels great about something, when they feel excitement, when they feel like they're ready to shift... That tells me a lot that it's done something. If they didn't feel nothing, then it did zero. But when they're like ready, they're taking action, when they're getting clear on their vision, they're building a team around them, they're doing the steps necessary to get to that next level in their life for their relationships. You know, along this tour, it's been amazingly humbling hearing the stories from people of how they've transformed their life just from the podcast. You know, people come up to me and say, you know, I started listening a year ago, and I was in a similar situation, sleeping on my parents' couch, and I decided to launch a business based on this specific episode, and now I'm making six figures a year because of you, mm-hmm. because of the catalyst that you brought. And then, you know, other people were like, my, our marriage, you know, married couples came up to me and were like, our marriage was like down in the dumps. And then you had Catherine Woodward Thomas on who talked about conscious uncoupling. Mm -hmm. And we actually really learned how to love each other deeper in the confusion, in the messiness. And we would not be here married today without your podcast. Mm -hmm. So thank you. So hearing those types of stories, another person's like, I lost 100 pounds because something that I listened on your podcast connected with me. And I decided that my life mattered and my health mattered. And now it's the time to step up. Otherwise, I'm not going to have X, Y, and Z later. And so it's been incredible to be able to hear these stories and people come out and support the book and come out and, and give me a hug and, and share their stories with me. For me, that's what excites me when people take that action. And I know the book is doing that for people. It's just, you know, it's only been a couple of weeks. So there's only so much transformation you can have in a, in a couple of weeks.
1: Sure. But I know it's, it's happening because it's happening. there, there is something about the book that really is a, an amazing access point and it makes it so clear. And, and, and supports people yeah. in, in action steps. And I think that makes it a real distinction because there are a lot of self-help books yes. that that really provide a lot of information that's valid. But I feel like the absorption level is really on a conceptual level. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily create that pathway, that, those steps that are really tangible and that are, are required to actually transform one's life. Exactly. And I think you lay it out in such a way where it's so easy yeah. and, and and it's inviting. It's yeah. simple. And I think that's really important. Yeah. It's been fun, man. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thanks, I man. mean, I'm gushing like your parents right now. I, I feel like I want to like just throw a party for you right now. Uh, but it really is remarkable, and I'm, I'm really proud of you because I Thank know you. the work that it did take. So let's talk for a second here about the importance of the goals that you set along yeah. the way in the process. Mm-hmm. I'm so interested to know, like, at, sure. how did you lay it out and, and, and in such a way where you ended up getting to this success?
0: You know, it's you know, I've told the story many times now, uh, that eight years ago I had this vision, this dream, and that was to write a book that inspired millions of people around the world that created possibility for them as a catalyst to transform, transform something in life. The way a book did for me eight years ago, uh, a book I read called the four hour work week. It really was the catalyst for me designing the life that I have now because I didn't know the tools were available before then. And, uh, And I said, I want to have Tim Ferriss's agent as my agent, and I want to be a New York Times bestselling author. That was a vision eight years ago. So to bring it full circle has been amazing. Now, it's taken a lot of smaller goals to get to there. And that was always the main big goal. And one of the things that I have is I wrote that down on what I call a certificate of achievement. And I have this for people in the first chapter of the book. This is an exercise that I give to people about goal setting, about having a vision, is to write it down and frame it and put it on your wall, put it on your mirror, by your bed, whatever it may be. I find it so powerful to stay focused on a on a goal is when you can write it down and when you can see it every single day. When you don't see it, it's not as important to you. It's not in your face. If you're just like, yeah, this is my goal, we get distracted so easily with social media, our phones, conversations, relationships, whatever, that unless we actually physically see it up somewhere, I don't care if it's on your phone, on your computer screen, or somewhere, you gotta have it up somewhere mm-hmm. to be that constant reminder of what am I creating today that's gonna get me closer to my vision, to my goal. And so I needed to first ask myself, who do I need to become to make this possible? If I launched this a year ago, I was I wouldn't have been ready. So even though I wanted the goal to happen now, like it would have been great to be at twenty five years old and be a Norton best-selling author. But I wasn't ready. I didn't have the results, I didn't have the skills, I didn't have the, you know, the intelligence, um the team. I didn't know what it took. And so each year I had goals that I would set for 6 months and 12 months every year. What I like to do is I like to have a big vision that's kind of um my compass, right? It's like my compass of which direction I'm heading. But then It's hard to stay focused on something for like ten years without breaking it down into smaller increments. So I like to have six months and twelve month goals. Keep me really laser focused, where I know this will be a stepping stone to the bigger vision. And that's what I did for the last, you know, eight years. Is every year I was like, okay, what do I need to do in business to gain credibility? And so I built up my experience as an entrepreneur. I built up my experience making money, advising companies, investing in companies. Like I hit the gamut of all the things I could do to become the person I needed to, to get the credibility to write a book like this. Because if I didn't get results in my life or in my business, then it wouldn't translate over into people wanting to buy the book. They'd be like, well, okay, this is great theory, but what have you, what have you done in your business or in your life to back this up? And I think people get ahead of themselves sometimes. They're like, I want to do this, X, Y, and Z, but what are the results you've created that people are going to trust you enough? Like give you enough credibility to create that. And I worked really hard at getting a lot of press and studying and, and researching. You know, I think a year and a half ago I did a session with you where I was like, Can you give me feedback on me presenting on the news? Because I was like, I'm about to be on the news a lot for this book and I need to get practice reps. And I had you give me feedback for, I don't know, maybe it was Today Show or something else like that. And it's not like I didn't do any reps on the news until the launch of the book. Like, I've been doing this for two years, preparing for the week of this moment, right? As opposed to saying, okay, now it's time to go on there and like wing it, Yeah. Like, so there was many goals leading up to this to prepare myself for my big vision. And everything was preparing for this week. My entire life was preparing for this, essentially. And that may sound either really awesome or really, like, depressing (laughs) because you're like, okay, now what do you do, right? You know, he just did everything for this one week, and now what do you do? And that's what everyone's been asking me as well. It's like, what's next? What's next? And what I'm telling people is what's now is most important. And this is a vision that I get to continue to fill, fulfill every single day, really until the end of this year, until the book tour is over. And then I can start really focusing on reevaluation.
2: Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.
3: Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.
0: Taking an off-season so I can see what I want to create next. Um, But what I want to tell people is it's really important to have a big vision of where you want to be moving towards. That way, every decision you make is either a simple yes because it's leading you towards your big vision, your big goal, or a simple no because it's not supporting you becoming the person you need to become to achieve that. And then 6- to 12-month goals, have our certificate of achievement, put it on your wall, a 6-month goal, a 12-month goal, and stay committed to those goals. You know, without these goals in our lives, where are we going? If we don't have a goal, then what are we doing?
1: Well, it's like the equivalent of us being out at sea just now with Summit at Sea and having a captain with no No, coordinates to where we're going.
0: We're just like floating around (laughs) in the ocean (laughs) And we're not heading in any direction. And listen, sometimes we're going to be docked at sea, right? We're going to be docked on the shore and not going anywhere. It's time to, like, evaluate and rest and, like, get lost on an island like we were in the Bahamas yesterday or this morning, right? And um, you don't always have to be moving. But when you are moving, it should be in a specific direction. Purposeful. Purposeful direction.
1: In a direction that you want. Towards something.
0: Otherwise... You're going to get frustrated or going to run out of gas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're going in circles, running out of gas, saying, what's the point of all of this? Yeah. What's the point?
1: And so let me ask you this. Because you are so goal oriented yeah. and actually having achieved this goal now and everybody yeah. asking you, well, what's next? What's next? In the achievement of the goal, I'm asking you as a friend because uh-huh. I know <laughs> that that we have just been at Summit and there is so much to engage in there. Yeah. And and move into in conversation and there was some dancing. Now I wonder yeah, yes. do you feel like you've celebrated to the extent that you can? <sighs> you know. Because this is huge. Yeah, this is I a know. seminal moment in your life. I, I want to make sure as a friend that you really <laughs>
0: celebrate this. It's interesting because I always you know, I was reminded of the story we first met because uh Caduce hosted my launch party in LA and he was telling the story of how we first met at Summit. So it's funny this is all coming full circle. Everything in the last few weeks is becoming full circle, everything I've done. Um And we met, and you were like, I was dancing on this top with this.
1: uh, You were. So let me set the the stage here. (laughs) So I come into this party. It's like the big event at Summit outside, I believe. Yes, yes. It was like
0: Tahoe or something. Yes,
1: yes. And so coming to the event – and there's all these top flight entrepreneurs doing what they do, type A's, you know, <laughs> networking, hitting on pretty girls, et cetera. Uh, and then I see in the dance floor, in the middle of the dance floor, Lewis jumping up and down <laughs> like a madman. It was awesome. Was I like on the speakers or no? I thought you it was might like, as well have been on the, on the speakers. I don't think you're actually – you don't need to be on the speakers. Yeah, yeah, you're that yeah. big, right? So, but, but you were like in the middle of the dance floor totally lighting it up. Yeah. And and I remember that so clearly like it was yesterday. And I remember yeah. uh, thinking, man, like what an awesome Awesome human being that is that is such a beacon of light and yes. love and celebration yes. and excitement and all the things that obviously everybody listening knows and loves <laughs> about you. So so I wonder like how in in this moment where there is mm-hmm. so much tethered to this, where there is all yeah. of this energy and work and planning and teamwork and all of this stuff and all these expectations and numbers and like New York yeah, Times yeah. list, you want to stay on it now, et cetera, like uh-huh. in the midst of this, yeah. as opposed to a moment of just being at Summit and celebrating sure, life, sure. how are you computing and celebrating this?
0: You know, I feel like I haven't fully, fully – expressed and celebrated myself to the fullest potential. I feel like I've done a really solid job at it. Like I would say like 85% I've allowed myself to celebrate, but I'm still in it. So it's not over yet. So I'm kind of like, okay, I've got five more cities. I don't want to just like expend all my energy celebrating and screaming and this and that. And they'd be like, I have nothing left to give. Like I'm still in like the final four minutes of the fourth quarter in my mind. And I want to like give it all I got to the very end. And then – celebrate over christmas or new year's or something so i've been so i would say my celebration has evolved and i've been like so grateful and humble and appreciative and thankful and 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 everything and last night i did celebrate you know i was up on the hot tub kind of like outside of the hot tub with this wooden plank like dancing in a sea of people who were dancing but the music was also kind of like mellowy, like hippie-ish. So it wasn't like you could really unleash like this, like, ah, you know.
1: Note to the DJ <laughs> Summit. Let's turn it, it was, up next time. It <laughs> was a little,
0: yeah, it was a little like anticlimactic music. So if it was, I might have been like going crazy, but no one was really going crazy. So I feel like I've celebrated in my own way and I'm just very, you know, it's interesting. It's like I've been celebrating this moment. Almost every single day for the last eight years, every week I would walk into a Barnes & Noble and see my book right front and center of the Barnes & Noble, which now is in every Barnes & Noble front and center in almost all of them. And I would see, I walk in and see my book there, and I would go like this and raise my hands up and celebrate. Wow. Like in the victory position, if you can imagine my hands above my head, I would sit there and I would smile and I'd be like, yes, yes. I would like celebrate, like it's happening. Wow. Cause I like to create the feeling of celebration. Like I'm already creating what's about to happen in eight years, five years, two years, mm. one year, one week. Like it's happening. It's how ha- I did this in football. Hmm. Like I would get in the end zone. I would catch a ball and then I would celebrate like it's happening.
1: Yeah. And I love this as it ties into, to the theme, uh, part of the theme of this particular show, because in setting goals, it's not about setting goals, simply having them in front, of, but it's also really activating what you just described, which is this sense of, Confidence that it's going to happen. Preemptive celebration. As crazy as that may seem, Uh but that activates the law of attraction. And I don't know if you guys listening believe in it, but I've seen it time and time again work. Yes, and it's it's really amazing because you are yet again an example of how it works.
0: Exactly, and also it's also like you don't want to work. Here's what I used to, you know, you don't want to work for eight years for something or one year for something and not celebrate until it happens. Sure. Because what if it doesn't happen? Because something's holding your breath. Yeah, holding your breath. So create celebration every single day with small victories. So I'm always celebrating the mini goals that I have, the small victories. Like every night I'm celebrating by saying what I'm most grateful for. Like here's what I'm most grateful for. Here's what I'm excited that I created today. And here's what, you know, here's all the good that's happening. Like let's celebrate today. Let's celebrate this moment. Um, With my team, you know, we celebrate often every, when we launch a product, we're celebrating Often, every couple of months, uh, you know, I'm trying to incorporate that more and more. So it's not just like, oh, we worked two years for this New York Times bestseller thing. Now we can celebrate. Like, mm-hmm. that's not a fun lifestyle, totally. in my opinion. Totally. So the goal is to have a big goal, but also have many goals along the way where you frame them, put them up and act as if they're happening, yeah. you know, visualize them happening, put yourself in the state of what it will feel like every single day when you achieve that goal. Yeah. How is it going to feel? How's it going to make you feel? What's the, your body going to react? And do the act. Like, I imagine that all the time in the morning. Like, what does it feel like when I'm a New York Times bestseller? And I'm like, I'll look in the mirror and i am like, yes, this is amazing. I'm so grateful. This is awesome. And I'll create that. And then I'll go take the actions necessary for me to become who I need to become to make it happen and the results I need to create for that to be possible. Because you've got to do the work. It's yeah. one thing to like celebrate this and like look weird in the mirror by yourself or something. <laughs> or being Barnes & Noble like putting your hands in the air.
1: And then getting tased by the security exactly.
0: guard. Exactly. But if you don't take it back it up with really hard, focused work and action, then it's never going to happen.
1: Yeah, I love how you just unpacked what I think is the quandary for a lot of people who are so goal oriented, so achievement-based. Yeah. And, and so much so that they don't enjoy the journey.
0: You gotta enjoy the journey.
1: And it sounds like you really have hit that great access point, that integration mm-hmm. of both those mindsets where there is like every step of the way, something to enjoy yes. along the way. I liken it to like, imagine like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz, right? Like that she has this yellow brick road that she's looking at every yellow brick and like, yes, that's a beautiful yellow brick. Uh-huh. And there's Oz. I can see it along yes. the way. Uh, and it makes that much, that much more enjoyable along the yes. way. So, and it, I think it's, it's actually, productive as well when you think about like what burns people out before they hit their goal, what stresses people out, what gives people all sorts of sickness, uh, ailments, whatever along the way. It's because they're not like allowing themselves to be replenished every day by the yeah. celebrations. Exactly. along the
0: Exactly. Exactly. And in football, I learned this in, in sports because I would achieve big dreams. This is before kind of like professional ranks. I would achieve my big dreams and then I'd feel empty afterwards because I was just so focused on the goal That I never really allowed myself to enjoy the process. I never allowed myself to enjoy like the smaller victories in high school. It was until college where I started to like really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I was just like, what's the point of this? If I'm like angry or unfulfilled after I achieve my goals. Mm -hmm. And that's why it is the journey as is not lame, but I mean, as cliche as that may sound, you've got to to sustain this over time and to be able to make this a lifetime journey. We've got to be able to incorporate celebrating on a consistent basis, even when we don't hit do anything well. And this is the thing. Some people listening may say, well, I haven't been achieving results for months or for years. Like I felt stuck. I feel like I'm worthless. I feel like I'm this and that. That's when you get to dig deep and say, what have I done that's been good? Yeah. Who have I treated well lately? What have I done well for myself lately? You've got to start really small and acknowledge small things to get you going. To build that momentum. And that's why in the book we talk about building positive habits to build these goals, to make these goals happen. When you create a routine or a ritual or a habit routine in the morning, it's going to set you up to win for the rest of the day. And a lot of people, when you have a goal, if you don't have a routine to back up that goal, it's going to be way more challenging to make it happen. Mm -hmm. So when you set the goal, you got to think of what are the three things I need to do every single morning that's going to set me up to win for this. For me, I look at working out is a huge thing. That it gets my mind clear, it clears any anxiety I may have, it gets my energy going, and it gets me getting a lot of ideas ready for the day Number two, I always clean my uh, make my bed in the morning as well because I believe that 's a momentum builder and that 's a completion a generator so i 'm completing something i 'm cleaning my space i 'm cleaning the energy uh, i 'm getting clear, and I am building momentum with a positive accomplishment. Mm-hmm. So before I do anything I create a positive accomplishment which sets me up for the next positive accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something I do and then I also love to have a, a green juice and a smoothie in the morning as well. It's like fuel myself with something positive in the morning also so I can get up and ready to go. And a lot of people just check their phone right away and start fueling themselves with emails, responsive, reaction, reaction, reaction as opposed to Let's create something intentional today that's going to move us towards our vision and towards our goal. And listen, I'm guilty of this too. There's a lot of days where I check my phone first thing, last thing at night. It's not like I have it down perfect every day, but when I do follow my habits and routines, I set myself up to win to achieve my goals.
1: Yeah. I love that you just broke it down for, for everyone, no matter where they're at, you know, and it is all relative when I think about it because, you know, we all got to start somewhere. And, and meet ourselves where we're at, exactly. and and be gentle with ourselves along the way. Exactly. In that way, like if we beat ourselves up for not being in the conversation of being a New York Times bestseller, right. here's you're listening to this. Well, where 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 are you right now, yeah. and and what is the next step along your yellow brick road? Exactly. And you know, eight years ago when
0: I was on my sister's couch, I was just like, how do I get off this couch? Mm-hmm. And that's that was my step. I wasn't even I couldn't even think about being a New York Times bestseller. I didn't even. I could barely write, you know, I didn't have any credibility, any results. And that's okay. It's like work, work on the goal for the next three to six months. How can you get to the next level for the next three to six months and enjoy the process along those three to six months? Yep. I'll tell you what, the last eight years have flown by. Like, I cannot believe. I'm like, where has my life been? Mm. It, like, I'm 32. What? This is crazy. <laughs> you know, it's like, what's happened? I felt like I was just playing football
1: and it's been eight years since I put on the pads. Wow. And here you are. And, and I think that's so remarkable because time moves slower. I think when, when we're not necessarily in action, I think when we're action, it has a tendency of going by quicker. Yeah. So th- I think it's an interesting, that's a totally different podcast. i mean, yeah. you're talking about like time and how that is all yeah. relative in some ways too. But I think that, that you really have framed goal setting in, in such a way where. I know some people are like almost uh, uh, adverse to goals because it seems like a lack of freedom in that. Uh But I think what it's provided me certainly in being more goal oriented is like actually finding freedom within that. There's like a structure. It's like a relationship. Yes.
0: (laughs) It's like finding freedom in a relationship as opposed to feeling like, oh, I don't have the flexibility to do what I want or spend time with people or travel on my own or whatever. But it actually creates a container, like you said, a Mm -hmm. focus point. To raise to raise you to your best, I believe. Yeah. And, you know, I'm learning all these. This has been an incredible journey. I'm learning so much about myself, about relationships, about career, about the intention of having a clear vision in what's possible when you have a focus. Yeah. When you don't have a focus, again, we're just like wandering directionlessly in the ocean, running out of fuel.
1: Well, and another point I think that could be added to this convo is how what happens when we actually set a goal and are are declaring it to people uh, that are in our lives. Yes. It creates an access point for them to be actually aligned with it and be all about it with you and support and you. you. Yeah. And,
0: and you know, when you when you keep your goal to yourself, when you keep your dreams, your vision to yourself, you're not allowing other people to to move you closer to that vision. But when I say to you, hey, this is my vision, I remember saying like I need my vision is to be a New York Times bestseller, to write a book, to build my business to X, Y, and Z. I said this a few years ago. And um, and um I was like, in order to do this at the level I want to do it, with all I'm traveling, with all the different businesses I'm running, I'm going to need an incredible an assistant. I'm going to need someone who can do – pretty much run my life. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be a superwoman. Mm-hmm. It's not an ordinary assistant. This isn't like a trained assistant. This is like a superhuman being that's like a mutant. <laughs> And I remember I literally put it out there to everyone. I was like, this is what I need. I need." I was like telling my friends, my family. I was putting it out on Facebook. I was emailing my list. Any person I talked with, I'd be like, here's what I'm looking for in my life right now. It's going to help me get closer to my vision. And my chiropractor, Trish, who was doing a lot of work on my body at the time, um, I told her. And she's like, I think I have the perfect person, but she's in Utah. And I was like, fly her out here. I need to meet her and you know this her name's sarah and she's now my assistant and you know much more than that just an assistant she's like you know takes care of my entire life um but there's no way i would have been able to achieve this vision without having that you support. know her to support everything that i'm doing i mean constantly on top of things to make my life easier to save me essentially 4 or 5 hour, extra hours a day so that i can create my book, so that I can be focused, so that I can work on the things I needed to, as opposed to spending those four or five hours a day doing stuff that isn't going to help me make my vision come true. Yeah, and so I, w- I'm putting it out there constantly. What it is, yeah. Again, I'm framing it. I'm, I'm putting it out there for myself to see, so I'm clear. I'm putting it out there for other people to see, so they're clear. And my, I told people this with my book too. You know, I was like, when I started doing the promotion of it, I was like, here's my dream is to to be a number one New York Times bestselling author, and I would love your support. What do you think we could create with this, or what can we do with your audience, or this and that? And I would tell people and ask for support, and they would come up with, hey, okay, here's what I'm willing to do. But without asking them or telling them, here's my dream, here's what I'm looking for, if I didn't ask them or tell them, why would they just automatically know this is my dream, and be like, hey, I have a feeling, Lewis, that you have a dream right now, and I just want to step up and support you. No, you've got to tell people and give them that chance to make it happen. And, and this the, is as the, the music uh, comes on. The hotel telling the, us
1: we have had a long enough interview. <laughs> exactly. Well, what I want to say to wrap up the interview, as we get sung out here beautifully, yes. uh, is that you know a distinction is, is not just in the goal mm-hmm. as, or in, in terms of vision. It's it's what the vision actually is and mm-hmm. what it is for others. Because yes. it wasn't just about you getting on the New York Times bestseller right. list. Right. To bring this full circle to the way we started out this yes. conversation, it is about all the people listening right now. It is. It is about how they have been able to access their greatness through what you've been able to create right. here right. it's a vision way beyond your own self interest and i think that's really something to to note you know is that let let your goals be about contribution yes let your goals be about making the world better than you found it yes. and you will find a lot of support and you will probably find yourself potentially on the New York Times bestseller list too. <laughs> if you're listening with that particular goal. But I think that's really something that uh, I think was, was beautiful to see at the heart of all this was your heart yeah. and your heart for people and, and this being a way to support the world. And, and I think it's something that we all celebrate as, as your listeners, as your friends, as everybody that's been mm. along this journey with you that we have felt like co-creators mm. in a better world because of this book. And obviously, uh, I love you and I'm so so proud of you, and, uh, and I know everybody here listening uh, wants to hug you right now. So I will certainly do that in a minute. Uh, but but I just really want to acknowledge you for for mm. doing this and, and doing this the way you've done it, uh, the spirit that you've done it with. It's it's really been contagious and and certainly inspiring uh, for me as your friend. So mm. I really really acknowledge you for being such a gift to the world. You really have uh, you've given your heart to this, and it's no wonder you're getting the results you're getting, mm. and you're getting other people to get the results that matter to them in the process. Right, right. So you have made the world a better place with this book and I am I'm so grateful to have you in my life personally because you're like a book to read every time we talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and with that uh, I'll say this has been a pleasure to interview you on your show. Thanks man. And uh to, it. To, to 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 know you man. It's it's to love you. And I uh, so it. so damn proud. And that fifteen percent of celebration it's, in the gap, it's, it's, it's gonna happen. It's, it's coming,
0: coming. so <laughs> very soon. Wow. I appreciate it. Thanks for facilitating this. If you guys enjoyed this, uh, feel free to share it out. lewishouse.com slash 255. Again, lewishouse.com slash 255. If you want uh, to share this with a friend uh, who maybe is struggling with a goal, getting a clear vision, this could guide them into getting that started into their next step. Thank you guys all for making this an incredible journey. I love you. And you know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something
3: great.
2: At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom. Crop out. Yada yada. And bye.
3: you don't take yada yada in life, don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days. Take your business further with a smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month